Welcome to the Investing Tutor Podcast, the show for professionals looking to master the most up-to-date strategies needed to build wealth and provide a stable financial future. Here's your host, Dr. Hans Boateng. Hey friends, Dr. Hans here, the Investing Tutor and Friends. I have an informative episode for you today. So I wanted to take a deep dive to look at the stock and crypto market, specifically as it relates to the performance of these markets in 2021. So I came into this year very optimistic, right? 2020 had set us up for a bull market. And to add to that, a new administration was coming in with a promise of a stimulus with infrastructure plans in place and also to get us to reopen, okay? All of that was setting up for a further bull market. What I did not anticipate was that inflation fears, okay, so in February, end of February, inflation wasn't evident, but the fears associated with what inflation could cause sent the tech sector, or specifically tech investments down by close to 40 to 50, some 70% declines. That was unexpected, extremely surprising. So then that happens while simultaneously short-term investors, or if I should call them traders, we're shifting money from growth in tech stocks to more of your value stocks. So value stocks are the stocks that didn't do well in 2020. So stocks or companies like industrials, energy or oil companies, banks, right? These stocks underperformed in 2020. So uh, short-term investors decided to begin to allocate more capital towards these type of value stocks. So we saw a significant growth in, in value stocks this year. Looking back at kind of like the setup of what 2021 looks like, you know, if I was a short-term investor, I could have come into this year and then allocated to the underperforming kind of investments. But then I'll be doing myself a disservice, right? Because for anyone who's gone through any of my investing programs, you know that at the core, you want to invest in companies that you love, companies that you understand, and companies that you believe wholeheartedly over the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years will grow. I cannot say that resoundingly about oil. I cannot say that resoundingly about retail banks. So there is just no way I'm going to allocate capital to those types of companies. I will still have a tilt towards tech. And that's my portfolio dynamic. There's a greater tilt towards tech. So 
as a result, 2021, you've seen a little bit of a pullback in these types of tech stocks. That's why it's important to be a long-term investor. In the short term, you can have market cycles where certain industries can underperform for whatever reason. In 2021, the reason why we've seen sort of an underperformance, specifically in tech, is because of inflation concerns. Now, let me explain why. When you have inflation, okay, now inflation obviously makes the ability to borrow money more expensive. And I don't want to go too technical into explaining it, but let's just agree that the cost of capital, the interest rates, associated with borrowing money becomes higher in an environment which has high inflation. Okay. Now, what do tech companies often do? Tech companies borrow money to fund growth. So when you have the cost of capital or the cost to borrow capital really high, then it becomes a risk factor for tech companies. That's why tech companies often get, in quote, punished in an environment with high inflation. So over the next five to nine months, I'm going to be keeping an eye on the direction of inflation. If we see inflation begin to kind of taper out, then that's great because it is going to set us up for a potential return in terms of when I say return, return of capital inflows into tech stocks. Because over the next three to five to 10 years. Technology is what's going to be leading the change in the markets. It's quite obvious. And technology is what's going to have the largest earnings, right? Tech companies will be making the most money from consumers. And as a result, we're going to see tech continue to move in a positive direction. This is why I often encourage members of the Investing Tutor, those who've gone through my programs, invest for the long term. Don't have a short, narrow focus. Don't be swayed by short-term volatility or movements in the market. I received a text message from uh, one of my wife's uh, friends. Let's just say she's a new investor and had purchased uh, an ETF. Uh, let me disclose the ETF for those who are listening so that you can kind of understand where she's coming from. She had purchased this ETF, ARKK, ARK. 
And for those that don't know, ARC is down, give and take about 30, 35% year to date. So from January till now, ARC is down about 30, 35%. Now, ARC holds companies like Tesla, Teledoc, Spotify, right? So innovative companies. So mainly tech companies. And they've been hit hard because of inflation fears. So she had texted me to ask, hey, my ARC investment is down about 30-35%. Do you think it's a good idea for me to sell? You know, immediately I responded, what was your goal when you were investing in ARC at the beginning of this year? What was your goal? What was your timeline to hold on to that investment? And she responded by saying, no, I just, I wanted to hold it for the long term. So then why the change in your plan or your goal? Because of that 35% decline. Well, what if ARC fell 70%? What would you do? You know, only buy investments that you want to hold on to for the long term. I'm talking 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And the only time you sell, and I teach this in my programs, is when the thesis around the reason for you purchasing that investment, you only sell when the thesis changes. If the thesis surrounding that investment hasn't changed, there is no reason to even consider selling. If you're buying investments that you love, if you're investing in companies or ETFs that you understand, pullbacks or drops in the market should not scare you to sell. It just simply shouldn't. So I hope in sharing that, someone who's listening, who's perhaps new to investing, maybe you haven't taken the time to kind of like educate yourself and understand market dynamics. The stock market is extremely volatile in the short term. But if you step back and look at the entire picture, the stock market moves in one direction over the long term and that's up and to the right so your goal should be to hyper focus on identifying great investments and if you can't or if you haven't educated yourself to be able to identify great investments perhaps you just buy an index or a basket of the market and then you let it do its thing even though most tech companies are down this year, the S&P 500 index, which is a cross-section of the market, so a basket of the entire stock market, it's up about 15 to 17% this year alone. So for individuals who aren't educated or knowledgeable about investing and for individuals who aren't patient when it comes to investing, Perhaps for you, 
you want to continue the status quo, keeping a money in uh, keeping money in a savings account that's losing, well, based on this year, five percent interest, or just buying, you know, a basket uh, of of the entire market, which is an index fund. At the very least, you know that you can average at about 10% give and take. But for those who want to educate themselves to understand different asset classes, for those who want to invest in different sectors or you know, pick and choose different stocks or get exposure to some crypto, you have to be patient because to outperform the market, to do exponentially well, you have to be patient. So yeah, uh, the stock market for 2021 has been fascinating to watch. But it's taught new investors a very important lesson. The stock market in the short term can do whatever it wants. It does not have to follow any principles. It doesn't. As such, the stock market is volatile in the short term and consistent in the long term. Now, let's shift over to look at the crypto markets. You know, what most people don't understand is that Throughout human history, there's often something that changes the course of history. Whether it was electricity or automobiles or airplanes or the internet, right? There's something that fundamentally makes life 10 to 100 times better for humans. At the beginning of this new technological breakthrough, for example, with the internet, you're going to consistently hear so much negativity with regards to that particular thing. The internet, most of the negative news media articles that you saw back then was, oh, this internet thing is just mainly used for porn. It is mainly used for uh, by criminals, for illicit activities, on and on and on. Fast forward to today. The internet is doing more good than bad. That is what we're going to see with the Bitcoin and or crypto market. You see, for those who don't understand this new technology, I can understand kind of like uh, the negative sentiments towards looking at the market cycle for crypto this year. Because we're kind of in a sideways moving market with crypto, it is incentivizing a lot of this kind of negative press and just negative um, feelings about crypto. If we were in an upward bull market, 
with Bitcoin marching to 100K or 200K, you'd see that everyone would be optimistic. Everyone would be jumping on board. There'll be so much positive news, so much speculation. But because we're in this sideways market or because we went from a high of $64,000 per Bitcoin down to about $32,000 per Bitcoin, we've seen significant FUD, meaning fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Just constantly shared in the news, on social media, Bitcoin is going to change the world. It is going to allow individuals anywhere to be able to build, create, and store wealth. It is opening us up to a new paradigm where not only can we transact with each other, but it's just going to usher us into a world of abundance. A lot of what I've shared for someone who does not understand the underlying technology that powers Bitcoin, a lot of what I've said is going to be really at a high level for you. But trust me when I say this. The internet spawned or created multi-trillion dollar companies. Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, is going to create companies that are 10 times I mean, well above 10 times the tech companies today. This new technology, I believe the individuals who educate themselves about it early stand a chance to be able to ride this wave of change. And as I've always and often said, Individuals in underrepresented and underserved communities often come late to these types of technological breakthroughs. That's why I've made it a point to keep hammering the importance of understanding Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And I know I went into kind of like a side tangent. I was supposed to talk to you all about the markets in 2021, but I just wanted to take a moment to fundamentally have you understand that Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are fundamentally changing the world as we know it. But we are so early, so early, many people won't even know that this is happening. But with regards to the markets, specifically the crypto markets in 2021, we saw Bitcoin rise to about $64,000 this year. It was roughly around April. And then we saw a market correction. So we dropped from about sixty-four dollars down to about dollars $32,000. So the pullback in the crypto market can be attributed to a lot of just negativity surrounding crypto. Specifically, Elon Musk, 
after announcing that Tesla was going to begin accepting Bitcoin as payment, he turned around and came back to share that, you know, he believes that the energy mix for Bitcoin has a lot more coal in there. And that is opposite to the data that's out there. Also, Elon Musk decided to cancel uh, Tesla accepting Bitcoin as payment. We saw almost a 30 to 40 percent drop as a result of that. And then China comes in and decides to ban all mining in China. And for those who don't know, mining is the process of being able to create new Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. That further sent Bitcoin down. So we've seen almost a 50 to 55% decline or correction in Bitcoin. Now, if you look closely, what you discover is that there were a lot of individuals who were leveraged or they had borrowed a ton of money to, uh, you know, to buy these uh, cryptocurrencies. So then as the price was dropping, it started to trigger what's called a margin call and many individuals were sold out of their positions. This is why with cryptocurrency specifically, you do not want to use margin to purchase or acquire cryptocurrency. So then we saw the markets fall from 64 to about 30, 31, 32,000 dollars and we've been moving sideways since about eight, uh, since about late April, early May. So we've been fluctuating between 30,000 to about 37,000. Then we go back down to 32,000. We come back up to 34,000, then we fall back to 32,000. We've just been in that range. What I'm anticipating for the remainder of the market is this. Around September through December, it's my belief that we should at least go back to a prior highs, right? So Bitcoin was at about 60,000, 64,000, uh, you know, uh, in April. I believe we should retest those highs, um, you know, somewhere between September and December, there's a possibility that we could even overshoot that and potentially have a six-figure Bitcoin. Six figures, you know, meaning a little over 100,000 Bitcoin sometime this year. If it doesn't happen this year, more than likely it's going to happen next year. And this is not a prediction. It is just an estimate based on what Bitcoin has done in the past and the potential of what it can do in the future. You all, I share all of that with you understanding that it is not financial advice. It is not, you know, a prediction. It is my estimates of what could potentially happen. So I know with normal human behavior, when individuals begin to see Bitcoin cryptocurrency begin to climb towards the latter part of this year, there's going to be an influx of new investors. I do not want that to be you. I want you to acquire the education early. 
learn about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency before there's that boom in the market. Now that we're going sideways, it presents one of the greatest opportunities for individuals to get in on the ground floor. Let me explain. At the heights of the market in 2017, okay, Bitcoin came as high as $20,000. That was Bitcoin growing from about $1,000 all the way to $20,000 in pretty much a one-year time span, okay? Think about that. The highest point in the 2017 cycle was $20,000. Right now, we are just $10,000 above the previous high. Friends, if we see a repeat of that kind of a 10x growth, the sky is literally the limit when it comes to Bitcoin, right? Because a 10x growth from the previous high of 20000 a 10x growth is $200,000. So with all of this information, I hope that from the stock standpoint, you continue to buy great investments, be patient, and hold them for a long time. From the crypto uh, or Bitcoin standpoint, I hope that you educate yourself, you surround yourself with individuals who are keeping up to date with this new market. So that unlike the internet in the late 90s, you, my friends, stand to benefit from this technological shift to a more decentralized world of finance. So with that, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode and I'll see you next week.